Howdy, and welcome to Lost in Lyrics, the podcast where we discuss song lyrics and completely overanalyze them. I'm Elliot. And I'm Claire. And wow, that was a really long delay, and today we are going to get lost in the lyrics of Hey Soul Sister by Train. Be sure to stay tuned afterwards for Elliot to talk about flags and for updates on my knitting projects. Hmm. We seem to be experiencing some connection issues, which have caused you to have a massive delay after the things that I say. Are you experiencing that? Um, I'm hearing you fine, and then... I I mean, I don't know where the lag is, because I don't know technology. But I'll say something, and then you'll wait a while before saying something. So how about now? Is it is it the same? That no, that was better. I don't know what you did, but okay, yeah. I mean, I didn't. I didn't do anything. I was just wondering. Oh. Um, it's better now. Uh, yeah. Um, vacuum. I can't spell, but the vacuum cleaner is going, so I'm just writing that down so I can cut that noise away. Anywho, um. How how's how are you? How's it how's it going in your quarantine? Also, it's worth noting we're cutting an episode that we recorded. Yeah, um I mean, now it's been over. It's like been a month and a half basically since I've been home. Um Yeah, that's I mean, it's fine, I guess. Um I'm on a semester system at college, so I only have, like, a couple weeks left of school, which is nice, but also I don't- I mean, not that I do very much for school, but, like, I don't know how I'll structure my days once that's over, so, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That's kind of- I mean, I have- my school's gonna go into June, um, so it'll be a while, but are you, uh, reading? Yeah, yeah, um, I've been, uh, doing the, uh, Les Miserables, um, audiobook. You've been doing it? It is very... Yeah, <laughs> listening to it. I don't know. It's like you're reading the book, but you're not really. You're listening to it. Whatever. You could just say um, listening to it. the point. Engaging yeah, with... <laughs> um, it's 58 hours. That's pretty long. Um, <laughs> it's really long. Um, and I'm at hour, like, 22, probably. Hmm. So fun i've got a while to go on it but um it's pretty fun the narrator sounds kind of pretentious but i realize that's just because he's british (laughs) um okay and also it's not like a great quality audio because there's like these random pauses that make it sound like they tried to do it in one take or something (laughs) obviously not not one take for the whole 58 hours because that would be insane imagine reading lamez all the way through (laughs) Just at once, like, but out loud and record. That would be miserable. Yeah. I would. Mm, that sounds awful. <laughs> that wouldn't work. Um, to put it lightly, but yeah. Um, 
that's that's what's going on there. Um, it's surprisingly funny, I guess. Um, but funny, yeah, do, yeah. Do do, do no, elaborate, it's funny. please. Um, for example, when when Jean Valjean is at the trial um, for the other Jean Valjean, um, it is said that his hair turned white in the span of that court session. I think that's funny. That's pretty funny. Um, also, on his way to um, get to that court session, there's like his cart breaks down, and then he has to like try to get a new horse, and then that horse isn't good, and then he has to rest. And there's all like all these obstacles that are just like kind of stupid, and the stuff is just like completely glossed over in like the. Um, the musical and that sort of thing. You know, it's been so. it's been a while since we talked about Les Mis on this podcast. It's yeah, like bringing it back. Might as well. I mean, that it's a common theme in our episodes. Um, yeah, we've talked about it multiple times. More than I would say, more than that. Th- that's. I'm also wearing my Les Mis shirt. That, oh yeah, that's <laughs> that's very good. It's very good. Is that the school shirt? Yeah, yeah. it is. I don't know. It's like I am like, reading Les Mis this weekend, so I might as well wear. I, I don't shirt. really know what to do with like high school show shirts. Like I don't really want to wear them. I don't know what to do with them. Anywho, um, oh, we got an email from a listener. Thank you for that. By the way, yeah, that wasn't Fiona, and I was, you know, it was good. I mean, it is mm. someone that I know, so. There's that. Um, it's not somebody that I know. It's not though. someone totally random, but it is. It is. It is still very nice to receive somebody saying that they're actually engaging with the, this. Because I don't know. Anywho. Um. Okay. Do you okay. want to talk to about the weather while I let my cat into my room? Because I think he wants to come in, but maybe he doesn't. Okay. Sure. So it's it's nice out. Um, my mom is vacuuming, so that's also happening in the background. Uh, anywho, it's, it's sunny. It's, like, mid-60s. It, the, the temperature is gonna range from, like, mid-50s to, like, up to around 70 degrees today, which is nice. It's sunny with, like, partially cloudy skies, but still blue skies, you know, very pretty. Yesterday we had, like, a very strange combination of, like, downpour and sun. Like, it wasn't... It wasn't, like, the traditional sun showery business. It was, like, downpour. Also, I'm not sure what's going on, pal, but what is happening in your room? (laughs) Um, my cat... (laughs) He meowed outside my door, and then he does the thing that cats do, um, where they don't actually want to come into your room, they just kind of want to annoy you. Um, and then my sister, then he, apparently he went back to standing outside my door and my sister opened the door and tried to let him in, but then he didn't want to go in. Interesting. Um, if you have a cat, you know that this is a common occurrence. And if you don't have a cat and you're baffled by cats, the mystery of cats and what they symbolize, then you don't know that this is a common occurrence. And the mystery of cats gets greater. Honestly, my dad and mom had a conversation over breakfast the other day 
about not breakfast, dinner. There we go. Meals. You know, honestly, there's no, I have such a bad concept of time these days. Um, but they, we were eating a family meal and they were talking about cats and my dad is equally confused by cats. Like I'm, I, I don't know. I think I'm more confused by cats because he has like more experience with cats than I do. Um, mm-hmm. and they're just talking about like how cats are very strange and don't make much sense. And I was just, I agreed very much to that. Anywho. Yeah. So the weather's nice. Um, it's been rainy and sunny, so that's good. Today it's more calm. Uh, it, it, it's very pleasant. I, I would like to go outside. Um, I have not been outside yet today. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of what's happening with the weather uh we actually have a spring here except for it's it's very it's a very rainy spring but some places don't have a spring so that's cool um it depends on the year if our spring is actually rainy in recent years it has been less rain rainy because of global warming yeah it's been it's been a bit rainy this time it's been kind of like alternating every few weeks with like rain and then sun yeah. And usually it alternates more frequently, like, or just rains most of it. <laughs> it's not, like, hard rain. It'll just, it's, like, sort yeah. of drizzle. Well, except for yesterday. It'll go off and on. We had some That's... decent downpour yesterday, but it was also sunny, so that was strange. Um, I don't know if you heard that. I guess I just I like don't went. Do much in the mornings. I went outside with my phone and like recorded raindrops hitting the cars because they make this like lovely sound on the on the sides of the cars mm-hmm. um and i was like i want the rain sound i want to hear the different beats emphasized let's go record it now it's raining yeah see the ske- my schedule at the moment is i depending on the day so on on Thursdays and Mondays at the moment, I have a class at 6, 6 10 a.m. Mm. Because time zones. Yeah. Um, so on those days, I get up at 6. But on the other days, I basically, like, stay in my room in bed until, like, a little bit before lunchtime. Then I have lunch. Then I take my cats outside. And then I'll do whatever work I have to do for the day, and then I'll, then I usually will just, I don't know, listen to the Les Mis audiobook, <laughs> <laughs> or, you know, whatever. Um, and then I have dinner, and then I will listen to a podcast and go on an exercise bike for between 30 and four, <laughs> 30 minutes and an hour. Excellent. Um, <laughs> Also, we do like family game night. So Magic the I Gathering. Have that, like right after. I have done that once. Huzzah. Um You know how I feel about that game. Usually. It is a very good game. Yes. I do. Um and then then I'll like go back to doing nothing and do that until somewhere between twelve AM and two AM. In which I will go to sleep and start the cycle over again. That is a pretty good schedule, I would say. My schedule is not like that. My schedule for a weekend, I suppose, is much more like get out of bed sometime 
between 7 a.m. and noon. <laughs> and then, mm-hmm. <laughs> like, just be in my room a lot. I might eat something. I mean, this weekend we had some family meals, which was nice. Um, I might go outside. I might play some music. None of this is scheduled. At some point, I'll try homework. I Most nights I'm up some, uh, like, terrible hours into the into the morning like pie time gets past you know um so that's that's kind of what's been going on for me i don't think my schedule's nice my (laughs) schedule is like sleep as much as possible but also i don't take naps and also i have a hard time falling asleep at night dude it doesn't uh really work yes very well for me but do you do the thing where (laughs) do you also try and sleep as much as possible so that you don't have to be awake for the days because they're so long and nothing happens it's like i don't i try to be awake or i try to sleep as much as possible but then also when I'm actually like in bed go- trying to go to sleep, I'm like, I don't want to go to sleep because I don't want to sit with my thoughts in the time <laughs> before I go to sleep. Yeah. So <laughs> it's really destructive, honestly. Like, Yeah. I want to like be just feeling productive. So I'll try and do something that makes me feel productive, like practice in- an instrument or something. Um, well, you, Dude, you should start playing trumpet again and then we can uh record uh tracks of us playing beatles tunes and and have and have that <laughs> also we've been talking for I like mean, almost 15 minutes and we should start talking about the, the song <laughs> yeah probably is that what people come here for i don't know as far as i know there's it's just fiona and maybe person that emailed <laughs> Also, person that emailed is yeah. going to be my roommate. That's really exciting and good. <laughs> oh, fine. I mean, this is assuming uh, that we need roommates next year. <laughs> oh, gosh. I sure hope that I can go to school. Because honestly, at this point, if we don't have like actual school next year, I'll probably just like sign up for classes at PCC or something like Right, right. I don't know. Like, if I'm if I'm gonna take online classes, I might as well take them for cheaper than a four year university. Yeah. Um. But anyway. Ah, uh, yes. Um, let's. Do you want to do initial reactions? Sure. To the song, My initial or do you reactions. Just skip that. Initial reactions. This song is probably one of the first four songs I learned on ukulele. How about you? <laughs> um. I have a distinct memory of being at my elementary school friend's house. We aren't friends anymore, but... Okay, what happened? Uh, Jeez, that sounds like there's... <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> we went to... Well, okay. So I was in a small school, and basically, by the time I hit high school, I realized that my friends from that school were, like, for the most part, just friends because they happened to be there. Like, we didn't actually have much in common. Mm, okay. Um, and she went to a different high school, so, like... Anyway, but we were we were hanging out in her room, and this song came on the radio. And that's all. <laughs> also, I thought that was fun because there, it talks about a radio on this song. Right. I feel like this is... It's definitely a song that I've learned on ukulele, and it's definitely one that I... Pro- I mean, hmm. There's another song that has the same ukulele 
potential energy, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I definitely played that in the halls of our high school, and it was, it's stu- it's mm. one of those songs that I'm fairly confident was like, hey, everyone knows this song, and Riptide, let's play mm-hmm. them. <laughs> and- oh gosh, <laughs> I can't even listen to Riptide anymore no, without, I- like, getting shudders, because Everybody knows how to play that on ukulele, and they always play yeah. it on ukulele. <laughs> Correct. That is how that is how ukulele works. Um, that's yeah. yeah. That's the I, only song people know. Like I, I remember. Sorry. I have like it. Kind of brings me weirdly to the like uh, morning hallway jam sessions that would occur at high school. Do you remember those? Like I don't really yeah, know how back that, in the day. Right. I don't remember how that started because I was definitely the one that usually started them and I don't know how I did that. But like I feel like I just like there is, you know, our f- probably you happen to have a-, a guitar around or a ukulele around and I was like, "Can I d- play that for fun?" and they were like, "Sure." And then I would play like Little Talks or something and everyone would just sing it like the whole hallway would start singing it. That was very strange. <laughs> Yeah, probably. It was nice though, but it was strange. <laughs> yeah. It stopped happening after like halfway through sophomore year or something though, so That's that's kind of like about <laughs> when I started not really wanting to spend a lot of time in the hallway for our grade. So that makes sense. Yeah. Um anyway, sorry. That's <laughs> Let's get back to the lyrics, I guess. We we, we, we have not lyrics. started the lyrics. <laughs> yeah. I'll start that. Okay. Hey, hey, hey. Your lipstick stains on the front lobe of my left side brains. I knew I wouldn't forget you, and so I went and let you blow my mind. Hmm. I'm just looking at these lyrics and being like, these lyrics, oh, I apparently never learned them. Oh, okay. Um, while you're doing that, I'll just talk at the audience. So, I apparently have never properly learned the lyrics of this song, because I... These are surprising to me. I misheard them, and didn't bother to Google them until now. And, yeah, that's all. Hello, is that, uh, um, Lenny? Yeah, it is Lenny. And then where's Carl? Um, I don't know, probably doing something weird. Okay, well- Or sleeping. Lenny is a good, a good friend. Um, you know, I'm confused easily by cats, but I do like Lenny. Um. Okay. I don't know if you heard what I was saying. It wasn't much. Yeah, you said that you'd never learned the lyrics. Right. <laughs> I'm just sort of looking at them like, this is not what I thought they were, but that's fine. <laughs> um, what What does left side brains mean? How many brains does this narrator have? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but, like, sometimes you say instead of my brain, you say, like, my brains. Right. This is true. You know? Yeah. When you're not talking, you're not talking so much about the object as the idea of intelligence or thought. So, what yeah. is left side? The left side brain supposed to be again? I don't remember. The front lobe of my left side brain. Sure. Yeah. Oh no! Like being left brained? Is that what you're talking sure, about? Sure. I don't know. <laughs> 
Yeah, I guess well, so. Being left-brained is like the analytical thought, um, whereas being right-brained is more of the creative. See, thought. this would be this. I know nothing about brains, but I guess is it saying and the front lobe is the front part? <laughs> Great. I don't know what it does. Is that where your prefrontal cortex is? Probably because it has the front name in it, the word front in it. The thing that that is intent that is not fully your that is a majority of brain, like a lot of brain development happens there, and you like decision making and stuff happens there, and you like aren't your brain is not fully developed until you're like twenty five to twenty eight. Yeah, I think that's the one. And then it starts dying. Okay, um, so I do we think that this is. I don't know what the hey, hey, hey is about, but um, maybe the it's saying, like, the this person, your, the you, they're, that person's lipstick stains are being analyzed by the narrator's brain. It happens to be in that area, but um, th- it's being thought of. Yeah, maybe um, this is, like, a crime scene. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and there are some lipstick stains in on the crime scene. And the the um the the narrator is analyzing them with the left side of their brain. And they're like, <laughs> I'm not going to forget this. Who leaves lipstick stains on a crime scene? Yeah, I mean, for I know that like the and most And then like it I I I feel like the most practical, like, way that lipstick stains would be left at a crime scene would be, like, one of those, like, seduce and murder plots, you know, where it's, like, on a wine glass or something. But for some reason, my brain's just thinking, like, it's a bank robbery, and there are somehow lipstick stains. (laughs) Like, I don't know how it happened, but anywho. I'm thinking of, like, a very stereotypical crime scene where there's, like, an outline in white chalk of the body and, like, some X's, and then there's, like some lipstick stains on the floor on the floor and then there's <laughs> i don't know <laughs> and oh, then wait, there's what, like a circle what could have happened them. why is <laughs> no idea why are there lipstick stains on the floor <laughs> i don't know maybe somebody face planted and then their face got <laughs> smeared on the floor okay <laughs> they're really like all right i'm going to read the next part okay 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 mhm <laughs> yeah your sweet moonbeam, the smell of you in every single dream, I dream, I knew when we collided, you're the one I have decided, who is one of my kind. Mm. Yeah, again, I'm okay, learning so, so much. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> I don't, this is, this is probably weird. As... As we have said before, I I'm currently listening to Lay Oh no, really? Really? <laughs> Are you okay? Carry on. I'm okay. Um, so this like whole crime scene like investigator. <laughs> anyway, I think you know where I'm going, and I don't really want to pursue this any further. Unlike the <laughs> character I happen to be talking about, but. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out for all you lamest fans out there. 
Right. Because I feel like most of the people that listen to this, as in the one person that listens to this, has ha- has been forced to engage with Les Mis mostly because all of her friends were engaged with Les Mis, and not at all because she mm-hmm. personally was trying to engage with it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um... Please do just detail it for us, though. I would like to know. You you want me to go through this? Yeah, please do. (laughs) Okay, so... Let's see. Yeah, Javert was just described as a tiger in the last part that I read. Um, Interesting. And so this whole whole smell thing is, is kind of... Kind of going with that tiger idea of like sniffing out the prey. Um, <laughs> what? Also, and this every single dream I dream. Right. Um, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the idea of dreams is is. Uh, I mean, it it comes up in the musical in the song "I Dreamed a Dream" right. or whatever it's called. Yes. Um, I mean, obviously, that's not actually either of these characters that I'm talking <laughs> about, but you know, presumably Javert also sleeps and <laughs> probably dreams of. Like, I don't know. That's kind of an assumption. I don't know. I Jean feel like Valjean. unless we're told that he sleeps, I'm inclined to believe he doesn't. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. He does say in the um, musical, "I will never rest." <laughs> to quote, to, true, to quote true. stars. Um, <laughs> question: What? I feel like what does it mean? Your like, sweet moonbeam on this, but what is that? I mean, you mean you think we should? Who's an expert? Because you think we should call Mads. <laughs> probably we're gonna call it an expert call it an expert Um, yeah i'm fairly certain that mads and you and like i think our combined efforts along with mads are probably capable of turning any media into being about les mis like we have proven this time and time again like (laughs) especially once i have um (laughs) conquered the audiobook Yeah, once I've conquered that, I I think we can. Um, Anyway, but the sweet moonbeam is, I think, perhaps the sweet moonbeam is not necessary. Well, I I don't know whose it is, even though it does say you are. But the idea of a moonbeam is like it shines light on something that was formerly in the dark. So this sweet moonbeam you know, Javert's hunting Jean Valjean at night, and this sweet moonbeam shines on Jean Valjean, and Javert's like, ha-ha, I got you. Also, um, I, I just read this part where Victor Hugo oh, go- goes on about the, <laughs> the infinite and, like, God oh, for a bunch. So... Your could be referring to God. Are you thinking about your senior year's one act festival as well? No. I am thinking about the fact that Victor Hugo literally wrote a bunch about the infinite. <laughs> Great. And the one act also, festival had I, a very I, meta lame is fan fiction uh that was written by Maz. <laughs> <laughs> Who else? <laughs> yeah. Remember, we, we're calling an expert here. 
Um, I think we should. I don't know. Do you have any other ideas? Oh, also, this um, who's one of my kind thing works very well, um, because uh, Javert's line: "I was born, I was something scum like you. I was born inside a jail. Whatever. I don't right. know the line. I let's can't quote completely. the intensity. But also, also, um, in a project I did for a French class last year." I learned that um, Jean Valjean and Javert are actually both based on the same guy. Right? Yeah, who was I think you. I think an escaped convict who became a detective. I think Mads told me about that too. <laughs> also, so they're definitely the same kind. Like I don't know, and they're foils in the in the. I mean, I can't talk about the book. I have not engaged with the book. I feel like now I have to. Like I feel this obligation. However, committing. To a 50-something-hour-long 50, 50 audiobook at this time seems, like, actually manageable, considering the amount of free time I have, and also very distracting, because school. Mm. Um, Maybe wait until school's over, and then... But school's over in June. I don't have... I have to... I feel like I have to read Lame is now, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, even if you do read it now, it's gonna take you at least, I mean, a good ten days, at least. That's if you're doing, like, over five hours a day. <laughs> you underestimate <laughs> That's my audiobook, the, right? You underestimate my ability to listen to things throughout the day. Like, I listen to the Bright Sessions in, like, three days or less. <laughs> okay. Um, good point, but also you seem to be doing a lot of schoolwork. So. This is also true. Um, could you read the next stanza for the sake of continuing yeah. on? Hey, soul sister, ain't that Mr. Mister on the radio stereo? The way you move ain't fair, you know. Hey, soul sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> I, I, I'm just imagining Javert calling Jean Valjean soul sister, and that's hilarious. I... Uh, I mean, in a way, right, if they're both based on the same guy, they're kind of like sisters in soul, like they're kind of like two broken halves that are <laughs> complement each other. Um, also, yeah. the radio the radio really wants me to go back to these lipstick stains, you know, like the the uh, a modern crime scene situation. Mm. You know, yeah. yeah. Turning away from Les Mis and going back to... <laughs> we might be back, don't worry, this... but, um... <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, there's a very straightforward... Well, I don't know. I feel like there is a way that this could be a sort of love song? <laughs> like... Yeah. You yeah, know, no, I, like... I see that. <laughs> like... Your lipstick stains or something, because, I don't know, maybe, like, this narrator had, like, they they had, I don't know, like, a romantic date evening that, in which this person and whoever they were with happened to wear lipstick and drink wine and have lipstick stains then on the wine, and for some reason the narrator thinks of this and how does it, not want to forget. How did- Oh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I was thinking also they could have, like, kissed their forehead. Oh, you see, I was just thinking about cliche romantic activities, such as drinking wine. 
Um, <laughs> okay. Al- also, when I think about drinking wine, I also specifically always think of the Odyssey. <laughs> and, like, the final scene with the suitors. <laughs> By the Let's way. Let's just bring in all those things that we talk about too much and other people don't really care about since this episode has gone on for long enough. What's another cliche (laughs) thing that we talk about that nobody else cares about? Um, I don't know. Lamez, the Odyssey. More, there are more things than that. (laughs) Hamilton, Hades Town. Well, so about those. So musicals. We haven't really done Hamilton on the pod. I don't think we should. No. Sorry, let, let me just. That I don't think that's what this clear. is at all. This is I, not giving me Hamilton. I mean, when I read whatsoever. Dream, I my brain also shot through Hamilton. It was oh jeez, okay, um, <laughs> just bad choice of words. Um, anyway, um, ugh, okay, so oh, the bright sessions. Right, we do talk about that. We talk about things being well, clothing we a, or well, inanimate objects. I talk about Mm, bands that I like. I also talk about how I never have made time to find good flag news all the time. Mm. Um, religious, religious things. We do talk about, like, Christianity very vaguely all the time. Mm, yeah. But not, like, in a way that we're like, this is a Christian pod. Just sort of. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, we're not we're not lessons in the lyrics. Oh golly. For those of you for Fiona, do you remember lessons in the lyrics? It's this other podcast where they <laughs> just look at like gospel Our music and they, and they just no, they, talk they about it. They don't even do gospel music. They do church music. Oh yeah, like mass music. Like that the hymns yeah, and I think whatnot. It's a, it's a Protestant it's a Protestant church though, so it's not mass, but yeah, yeah. church music. To check check that out over at I don't know what to cite you to lessons in the lyrics uh, podcast. I'm not sure if it exists anymore, honestly. I hope it does. <laughs> I hope that their audience is like actively engaged and happy. Um, they probably have a bigger audience than us. Also, uh, uh, Mister Mister Radio Stereo, um. Moonbeams moonbeams are another cliche romantic thing. I think of moonbeams, I think of Lady and the Tramp. Uh, That is what I think of when I think of moonbeams. I also think of um, early lighting design uh, for Shakespeare when it was brought inside. um, And, like, lighting the globe and, like, putting, like, using reflective surfaces to cast light from outside inside and candlelight theater. Um... (laughs) You know, uh, should I just read the next thing or is that not, is this, I don't know what to do. Do you, do you have another theory that's not lame is that you want I do, you want us but to it's just, this is a love song vague enough that anyone could, <laughs> like vague enough to appeal to a wide audience because that's how marketing works. Mm. Like... You know, you don't notice anything specific. There's not like, and I appreciate your brown hair or something. It's like, you look mm, yeah, nice. There's nothing about, <laughs> you know? There's nothing about the actual person. Right. It's just vague things around it. Like, you who yeah. you are like saying, like, you're one of my kind, or like, you're a moonbeam, and you smell nice, and 
you wear lipstick sometimes. And, like, that's really yeah. vague. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I also don't know what Ain't That Mr. Mister on the radio stereo means. Um, I think... I mean, Mr. Mister could be, like, some sort of artist in this alternate universe um, who has a song that's on the radio. Or it could be, like... It could be exposing the cracks in their in their relationship <laughs> of like Okay. Is it like hey soul sister, isn't this your favorite artist that's on the radio? But like I don't actually know the name of your favorite artist artist, so I'm just gonna say Mr. Mister. <laughs> or or they don't wanna name someone specific because they could go out of style, like in Party in the USA when mm. they're like and the Jay Z song was on. <laughs> Yeah, um, they don't want it. They want it to be timeless, right? And and there's nothing more timeless than Mister Mister. <laughs> Wait, is Mister Mister a thing? I don't know. That's possible. Mister Mister is a pop band. Oh, I've googled it. Huh? We are fools. Interesting. We have overlooked something very beautiful. <laughs> Perhaps we have to do a Mister Mister song next. Anywho, Wikipedia says. Mr. Mister was an American pop rock band active from 1980 until 1990. Hmm. Anywho, it is uh, apparently like a thing that exists and we have overlooked it. How strange. Although that makes sense, I guess. I also don't know why if it was a romantic thing, then the narrator would say soul sister because sister is very familial and platonic. Yeah. Um... But the the interesting thing I think is that this Mister Mister idea being like a a eighties pop band. It later says Madonna, so that kind of ah yes goes with that idea. I'm going to of like referencing haha <laughs> somewhat nostalgic. Do you listen pop to music. <laughs> okay? Mm, do you listen to Kids Bop? No. You should. My parents didn't <laughs> let us listen to Kids Bop because they were like, why would you listen to <laughs> bad music when you could just listen to the actual so good music? I, also, we don't like I lied about music. just this song being the first song I learned on ukulele or whatever. I mean, actually, probably wasn't the first song. The first song I learned was probably Riptide, let's face it. But it said, mm-hmm. actually, no, the first song I learned on ukulele was This Land is Your Land, and I learned it in fourth grade music class. Now, what else am I saying? Oh, the Kids Bop CD that I have... Um, in the basement of my house that I listened to with my sister a lot for some reason because it was like the one pop song CD we really had and she really liked it and I thought it was silly but um, that has this song on it but the kids bop version and they changed the lyrics to make it more like I don't know kid friendly I don't know (laughs) like there's this uh, like the the whole well also like the the edits they make is that the this whole the verse where it goes you know this down here where it says untrimmed chest becomes pounding chest and like a virgin becomes like a pop star (laughs) even though like a virgin is just a madonna reference um anywho i will read the beginning of the next part it goes hey 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 just in time i'm so glad you have a one-track mind like me you gave my life direction a game show love connection we can't deny. Also, when is everyone when has anyone ever had a actual love connection on a game show? I don't know. 
I've never once. I also um, definitely didn't know what he was saying at that part, and now I know. Yeah. Um. I mean, this definitely works with the layman, dude. I really uh, don't know how you're do. How? <laughs> Uh, I have a one-track mind. I mean, he does have a one-track mind. I don't know about the game Shiver show Love Connection. Maybe the game show Love Connection is, like, it's it's sarcastic because nothing ever is, like, true love on a game show. It's, it's like, yeah. it's, it's, it's so fake and bad. Um, but he yeah. did give, it, he did give his life direction. I will give him that. Like, the direction of I will hunt you down to the ends of the earth and never rest mm-hmm. or stop until I have found you. Yeah. And and Jean Valjean's is like I will change my life while continually hiding from the law. There's yeah. so many possibilities with the story of Lemes. I like, dude. Ah, uh, why don't we have more people of color playing Jean Valjean? I don't understand because it, there's so much like such a political statement you can make. About, like, police brutality and stuff. Like, there's just so much you can do! Okay, anywho. Why don't you read the next part? (laughs) (laughs) That was a little bit... Let's see how you you handle (laughs) the the Madonna thing with Les Mis. Go on. (laughs) I'm so obsessed. My heart is bound to beat right out of my untrimmed chest. I believe in you like a virgin. You're Madonna. And I'm always gonna want to blow your mind. <laughs> well, we can. We know he's obsessed. That's pretty apparent. Maybe he doesn't have time to shave because he's so busy all the time. Um, Javert. Yeah. <laughs> in, in, in the book, there's this description of him. Like the first time we see him, I don't remember if they said he had a beard, but his like, they say his. His hair is, like, covering his eyes so far that you can't, like, see his eyes. And his his eyebrows are, like, really bushy. <laughs> so apparently he doesn't like, have time for, like, personal grooming things. Um, no, he he just doesn't care. Um, the Like a Virgin, your Madonna. We could take this in a more spiritual way if we wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, like, okay, there's a virgin, like the virgin Mary, also, like, um, the virgin, virgin of the rocks, like, the paint, like, the da Vinci paintings. I, I don't know Da Vinci. Okay. Um, uh, it's like, it's like these, it's, it's like very famous. Like, have you ever, like, uh, Madonna of the Rocks is also called that. Have you heard hmm. that? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't know. <laughs> the, the part that, the part that doesn't make sense for me is the I believe in you if, like, like, if Javert is talking to Jean Valjean, Javert definitely does not believe in Jean Valjean. Yeah, but I believe in you could be, like... Maybe Javert is doing the thing where he's like, and I believe in, like, like sort of this deity of power that is also in the stars and also is just the justice system. 
Like, yeah, it could be that that's true. stuff as well. Um, yeah, I think this idea could be like, um, this you could be the justice system and the government. And Javert is like, I believe in the law. And the law is not mocked. That um, was and like this, like the like a virgin part could be like, as in an in innocence, um, and like Javert hasn't really seen the consequences of the law, you know, like in the same way that that Jean Valjean obviously has spending so many so many years like as a slave, basically. What is it? Um, this is like I don't know how far the. I really don't, I don't know how far the musical strays from the book. Like, I don't, I don't know what is good source material, you know, but I, I, I have, Mm. I pulled up the confrontation lyrics because that's where he says it. And, Mm -hmm. um, what did he say? He says... You is it him? He goes. You know nothing of Javert. I was born inside jail. I was born with scum like you. I am from the gutter too. Exclamation point in the punctuation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was. His mom was like a gypsy or something. Who was in prison? Oh gosh, I oh this musical man. I love this musical. That is so basic of me, but man, <laughs> is it like dope? It's just it's just good. right. Yeah. You know nothing of Javert. I was born inside a jail. <laughs> oh, gosh. And that's when they start to sing over each other, right? It's a very intense yeah, scene. probably. It's, it's yeah, good. It's called confrontation. Right. I, mm. the, the interesting thing is that that scene is actually fairly inaccurate to how the scene plays out in the book. But it does give, like, information that is given earlier in the book. It makes sense, though, for the stakes in a musical to be different than those in a book. I mean, I know that the book is really long and winding and there's a lot happening, but also, like... There's just not time for for Jean Valjean (laughs) to go back to jail and escape in the musical. They just can't can't do that. But it's also, like, I don't know, it's also just, like, in the musical dynamics work differently because of what's being presented like it's not like the characters are gonna choose to say what they have to say and yeah there are songs that reveal the characters like inner thoughts but it's not quite the same as with a book i think you have a lot more ability to like share a ton of background information that backs up how the character thinks whereas in this it's like you have three to four five minute song where the character has to be like this is what's happening cool now the audience knows (laughs) this is the motivation yeah you can (laughs) You can have them soliloquize and stuff, but you can only do that so much right. because then the audience is like, "Why is nothing?" Imagine happening? a full, a full length two act musical where it's just Javert talking about his backstory. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Victor Hugo singing about Waterloo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so we have not really analyzed the song. We have had a conversation about Les Mis, which is, in honesty, like a good, decent 10% of the conversations I have with you. Um, also, we talk about the Beatles. Forgot about that. Not on the pod, really, but just a lot. Um, or we have in the past. 
Um, then it repeats this chorus-y thing. Then it goes this mm-hmm. other thing. Can I read it? Or may I? Yeah. <clears throat> Way you can cut a rug. <laughs> Watching you is the only drug I need. So gangster, I'm so thug. You're the only one I'm dreaming of. <laughs> what? I? Oh, gosh. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> Um, that's good. I feel like that's, that's just good. sort of like showing the time this was written in, like very much. Like this is very yeah. 2009, you know. Yep, it's a 2009 song. Um, can you read the second half of this bridge? Yeah, you see, I can be myself now. Finally, in fact, there's nothing I can't be. I want the world to see you'll be with me. Be with me. Could be loosely interpreted here, <laughs> like yeah. If we're, if we're going with the language, if we're going with like, like I want, you will be caught with me and go to jail. I will arrest you. <laughs> Justice. Yeah. Also, the last part is after it repeats this chorus. It goes, "Hey, soul sister, I don't want to miss a single thing you do tonight. Hey, 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 tonight. Hey, 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 tonight." It just does that. Um, and now we've covered yeah. all the lyrics, even though we haven't done anything. Also, why is Javert going, way you can cut a rug. What does that mean? <laughs> because I do not know. Jean Valjean, uh, and I quote, has the strength of four men. Okay. Even though he's like 55, he has the strength of four men. Um, so I'm, I think Jean Valjean could like literally tear a rug and like that would give him a way. Because he's so strong. Cut a rug means in North American in, form- in slang, dance. Especially in an energetic or accomplished way. Mm. I just, sure. I mean, I didn't know that. I had to Google it. I had a feeling that it was some kind of idiom I did not understand. <laughs> yeah. Um, the only other time I've heard that phrase is in a song about a slug. <laughs> Named Siegfried. I'm just so baffled by, like, the... (laughs) Sorry. Like, so I googled cut a rug meaning, right? And then under the section of people also ask, can I read them to you? Sure. Um, People also ask, why is it called cutting a rug? What does cut a rug mean sexually? What does it mean to cut a rug with someone? How do you cut up a rug? How do you not cry while cutting onions? And what is the <laughs> And what is the <laughs> And what is the meaning of falling in love? And that's what other people, and that's what people also googled <laughs> apparently. Those really go all over the place, don't they? Yeah, truly. <laughs> I just love that, like... That is not a one-track I just mind. love the, how do you not cry while cutting onions? It's like... Yeah. It's very good. Anywho. Um, also then, falling in love? Where did yeah, that I have come no from? clue. Oh, gosh. Okay. I mean... I don't know what to say much. There are two main interpretations. The main, The first one is, let's appeal to a wide audience as a group, because, in general... When you have, uh, like, a male lead singer in a band, you're trying to appeal to, like, 
you know, stereotypically would try to appeal to, like, the female audience. So, like, lipstick already sort of, mm-hmm. like, singles out, and sister, the word sister as well, sort of singles out, like, the target when- of, like, the where they're trying to direct it based yeah. on, like, gender roles and stuff. I guess if you're trying to write more of, a, like, a cliche-type pop song. Right. So there's that. There's the idea that it's not that has something... some sort of romantic undertones. Yeah, undertones. like, it's there's the, the thought that it's not something meaningful in particular. It's rather just a very simple and vague enough for everyone love song where in which the narrator sort of appreciates verbally the person that they are speaking to, and yet gives no specifics as to who that person could be. Mm-hmm. Though they, they do appreciate different types of love, um, because they refer to them as sister as well as, like, some using, like, some sort of, like, language that makes it sound more romantic. Yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah. Um, yes. Correct. I mean... If we think of sister as like platonic effect, um, like affection towards somebody, and then the other stuff is more like romantic. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, like we don't want to think about familial and romantic because that's a little like, Ugh, don't want that. <laughs> yeah, you know, if we think of sister as more like as being platonic, like yo, bro, but <laughs> sister. Ah, uh, golly, um. There's so there's that possibility. There's also the possibility, as there is always the possibility, that every song exists solely for us to interpret it as though it is about the musical and or book that musical is based on Les Mis. Um, <laughs> I don't mm, know how many yeah. episodes have we had about Les Mis, <laughs> or that we already mentioned Les Mis. At least, like, at least three. <laughs> I feel like there have been more. I don't know. Um, probably. I mean, it depends on. If it's like a passy mention, oh, this this is kind of like revolution, moving on now. Or if it's like I'm thinking I should like re-listen to all or... of the times we have mentioned Lamez in any of our episodes and then tally it so I can calculate the percentages of epi- the percentage of episodes which we mentioned Lamez in so we can have like a Lamez percentage. <laughs> I'm guessing. First of all, that would take a long yes, time. Yes, it would. But I'm guessing. Probably listen to Les Mis as an audiobook uh, in that time. Almost. We only have. This is our 49th. <laughs> okay. So. Um, but I'm guessing that the ones before, like, around February of last year, wouldn't really be Les Mis because that's when, uh, my high school started doing Les Mis. Mm-hmm. And before then, I mean, I know at least, like, you know, I knew about Les Mis, but I wasn't, like, into Les Mis. I was. And now I'm reading. <laughs> I was into Les Mis at that time. You know that. Mm. I, uh, I, I, I enjoy Les Mis. Also, uh, the, 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 it'd be, f- I don't know, I just think it'd be fun to evaluate all the episodes and be like, tally the frequency of religious undertones slash overtones, the frequency of, uh, of Les Mis. Les Mis and the Odyssey and other things. The Odyssey hasn't popped up in a while. It did pop up in the episode we cut. We cut an episode, by the way. It was not very good. Yeah. We did. Um... Do we want to move on? Uh, from we probably lyrics? should, even though I feel like we we haven't given the audience anything, like 
at all. We gave them a fun time. <laughs> Maybe. I I I, I, I feel like Fiona is like utterly exhausted from hearing us talk about lameness. <laughs> uh, you know, I'll just send this episode to Mads once it goes out, and then we'll have somebody we know who listened to it that will enjoy it. I don't know about that. Um, but yeah. Um, I don't know if I should talk about flags. I'll talk about flags. Flags. Flags are good. I like flags. In fact, if you want to see some dope flags, I recommend watching any adaptation of Les Mis the musical, whether that's the film adaptation of the of the stage <laughs> musical or any like honestly, like even if you go online and you find the um like what is it? Like the ideal cast 25th anniversary in concert Les Mis thing or whatever. I watched that a while ago. Um you know, like there's a lot if you google Les Mis clips, you will get f- flags they will be there and and it will be good um there'll be red and white flags as well as some like french flags you know just like they'll be waving them marching singing one day more a lot of flags that's a good number for flags i will say that's <laughs> that's it's pretty good um, um so yeah that's i guess all i have to say about flags today is because Les Mis is on my mind. If you want to see flags, I recommend that musical. There might be some other musicals that involve flags. Um, In the Heights involves some flags. There's, they have a whole, they have a whole thing about the bandera and like you, you, you wave it around because they're doing a thing in the street during things that are happening. I don't want to spoil that musical. It's a nice musical by Lin-Manuel Miranda. Good Good, but uh, also yeah. by Lin Manuel Miranda that includes flags <laughs> is right. Hamilton. Yes, but we're not going to talk about Hamilton. Um, and yeah, <laughs> should I recreate some scenes from musicals in the comfort of my own room? If you want to, um, I am going to say that um, Cosette knits a sock. <laughs> Um, oh gosh! <laughs> in the book but you have um, more cosplaying ideas. The- you get more cosplaying ideas. <laughs> no, no. What about um, Madame Defarge from? The- oh, we do talk about a Tale of Two Cities sometimes. <laughs> yeah, the Tale of Two Cities a musical. I don't know if she didn't. She knits in that, but um, regardless, I actually. I mean, I have knit a little bit. Um, in the last episode that we published, I talked about that I might make a sonnet sweater. Um, and I have started making that sweater. Oh, huzzah. I have, huzzah! Yeah, I've I've now done the first... Well, I'm, I'm knitting from the bottom, and so, like, the, the body of the sweater is the um, English sonnet structure. So I've knit, like, a black band of, like, before the sonnet starts, and then, then I've knit the GG, and I'm starting on F. Dope. Very good. So, I've been yeah. reading the pop sonnets. Do you recall the pop sonnets? I told you about that. It's like somebody no. took a bunch of pop music and they tried to rewrite. They rewrote the basic idea of them as like Shakespearean style sonnets, just for mm-hmm. fun. And it's very entertaining. And our one of our friends got that book for me at one point. Also, um, um. I think it's funny that both of our news was not actual news and just about Les Mis. Although you had some actual news. I just talked about Les Mis. Well, no, I, w- <laughs> I was going to do actual news, but then you you started doing a Les Mis thing, and I was like, I have to jump on Remember this. when you... I feel um, like it's it's odd 
Maybe this is entertaining mildly because of nostalgia for Fiona, but I feel like anyone else that listens to this just gets an extraordinary amount of our high school experience that they're just not, they didn't know what they were going to get, and it doesn't really have a basis because it's like, oh, they're talking about Les Mis again, that's weird, but that's like directly related to our high school experience. Yeah. Yeah. Also just like, I don't know, the last couple of years in general, during, um... Yeah, I I was studying, well, I was doing, at a time last year, I was working on Les Mis the musical while studying Les Mis in French class, while studying the French Revolution, the first one in history class, while reading a French novel. It's a lot. (laughs) In English. Well, I was writing a paper on a French novel in English class. Though it wasn't about a revolution or anything. It was about a plague. <laughs> Golly. I don't know anything about French. My friend tried to teach me how to say fruit in French once, like, last week. It did not go well. Uh, yep. French nice. stuff. Um, yeah, let's do, do the credits. credits. It's Wow. Golly. <laughs> we went for, like, an hour and also one. didn't get anywhere. I, there are some episodes that we've done that have been an hour that I'm actually quite proud of because we have, like, good actual content, and this was just, like, not that. Sorry. <laughs> well, we have content, it's just not focused. Sometimes this could be... It, for some people, this might be more entertaining than one where we're actually, like, focused. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I certainly think this episode is slightly better than uh, the urban fantasy novel analysis of Everlong by the Foo Fighters that we did in Cut. I still say it wasn't urban, but... Okay. I just, I like urban fantasy settings. That's all. Um, so, today we got lost in the lyrics of Hey, Soul Sister, and learned that it's probably a generic song written to appeal to a wide audience, but could also be about Les Mis. Um, thank you to Patrick Monahan, Espen Lind, and Amon Bjorklund, sorry for pronunciation, uh, for writing it, and to the band Train for producing, er, for singing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> this podcast was edited and music. produced by Clarence Elliott. Uh, the opening and closing music is by Elliott, I'm the one posting those pictures on Instagram. <laughs> If you, if you have any questions or you'd like to suggest a song for us to analyze in the future, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram or at L-I-T-L-A-Pod or email us at lostinalyrics.pod at gmail.com. And we like getting emails, by the way. That's all. Nice way to win. <laughs> yeah, it's a, good, it's a good one. Thank you to all of our listeners for your support and enthusiasm. We hope you enjoy this episode of the pod and that you join us next time to get Lost, Lost in the Lyrics. lyrics. Have a day today.